are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, this is Beth, health and wellness expert and one of the hosts of the show. Unfortunately, Dr. Clithrow couldn't make it today. He wanted me to tell everyone he's sorry he couldn't join us. But before we get started on today's show, I do want to brag on Scott for a minute. Um, I know we've talked about this before, but he was voted as the top doctor in Austin, Texas, and I couldn't be more proud of him. Scott is not only a co-host of the show, but a good friend of mine, and he truly deserves that honor and title. And, um, you know, Scott's not one to talk about himself too much, but he goes above and be on the call of duty with his patients. And I remember one time he called me um, after seeing a patient in the hospital and said, I talked to them about um, their diet and how important exercise is. And he actually did some deep breathing exercises with a patient that was experiencing anxiety one time in the ER. I mean, what doctor does that? Anyway, I know he wished he could be here for today's episode because we're going to talk about one of our favorite topics, and that is fitness. And, you know, for me, exercise and fitness is interesting because it's, um, it's probably the most unassuming form of self-improvement that I think exists. And sadly, at some point, most people, I mean, not all, but most people who start an exercise program are going to stop that exercise program. And, and data shows that to be true. Something like 75% of the population won't continue with an exercise program and give up within two months. But I feel that exercise is truly a self of, um, a form of self-care and self-love. So moving on, today we have a special guest and to our audience, OMG, you all have the wonderful opportunity to listen in on a conversation with Jimmy Harlow. Jimmy is the manager and a personal trainer at Snap Fitness in Cypress, Texas. He's had a long history of being in the fitness world, and I couldn't be more excited to have him on A Healthier View today. Jimmy, welcome to our show, and how are you? I'm doing great, Beth. How are you? I am good. Thanks for asking. I can hear the birds in the background. You must be outside. I am. Absolutely. It's a nice day. (laughs) I know, right? Um, You know... Can you tell our listeners, how did you get into the fitness world? Uh, you know, um, I had a next door neighbor that was into uh, exercise and lifting weights. And he actually sold um, some protein and things like that. I was, you know, obviously younger. You know, he was a few years older. And when I had uh, got out of the Marine Corps, he had you know, told me that, uh, you know, he was going to give me a job at one of his gyms. And when the time came, maybe, his, his, maybe the business wasn't, you know, up to what he was looking for. So he, he, he couldn't actually give me a job himself, but he put me on to, uh, uh, some places over and some of his friends that had worked at, uh, Valley total fitness. So, uh, I went and talked to the guy over in Pasadena. His name was Alex. He's actually a real, still a real good friend of mine today. Um, guy put his arm around me, asked me if I ever sold a membership before told him absolutely not. <laughs> right. He sent me down to talk to a gentleman by the name of Steve in Sharptown. And I was hired immediately, given a shirt and told to go back to the gym. And that's where it all began. 
I believe uh, that would be sometime in September of 1995. Mm -hmm. So pretty much from that moment on up until uh, present day, you and I speaking on the phone, that's all I've ever done. Yeah. You know, for me, um, I grew up in dance and gymnastics and ended up being a collegiate athlete. And my dad was a coach and an excellent athlete. So it's in my blood. And, but when I got to college, I didn't know what I wanted to study. I mean, I was undeclared my entire freshman year and it was actually my gymnastics coach that said, you should study exercise science. You would be really good at it. And that was the best decision I ever made. I mean, I kind of feel like I was born to do this. Do you feel the same way? Uh, you know, it, it, it's the path that I've followed, and, and absolutely, it's something I've continued to do my whole life. My daughter exercises. My daughter's actually in competitive dance as well. Yes, for her. She goes to the gym with me. She goes uh, to the gym with my ex-wife. So, yeah, uh, it's obviously something that, 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 that a plan that we follow and things that we do on a, on a regular, consistent basis. Yeah. You know, Jimmy, I love that we speak the same language. And I know we've talked a lot about the aspects of exercise, you know, cardio or aerobics and strength training and stretching all can be important in their own way. But when it comes to losing fat, losing weight and building the physique that you want, I think the audience might be surprised in how you're going to answer this. I know how you're going to answer this. At least I think I do. But um, what do you recommend to your clients when it comes to exercise and weight loss? Okay, well, what, what I don't think a lot of people truly understand is that every single thing that you're going to do in your life revolves around the muscle in your body. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's your, your body. If you want to look at it, someone, you know, as, as a machine, right? So right. It, it, if, if it's a machine and you oil it and you take care of it and you do the, you know, the proper maintenance on the machine, then the machine the probability is going to last you longer so on and so forth, right? Well, mm -hmm. your, your body is, is the same way. So if you continue to damage it or not feed it, you know, the, the, the nutrition and the things that it needs, then the body's going to end up failing. Now there's Breaking always down, that, right? Right, mm -hmm. right. There, there's always that anomaly or that, that, that hundred and year old man that drinks beer and smokes cigars, you know, <laughs> there, there's always going to be those people. But as you were saying, you know, the, the, we all can look at the data and, and, and understand how things work. And the amazing thing is that, is that we figured it out. We, we know exactly what it is that the human body needs to run at an optimum level. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I'm not going to sit up on my high horse and say that I've never had a McDonald's hamburger or drank right, a beer or anything like that. I mean, I'm, I, come on. But, but it, you know, it, it really, you can, you, the individual person can control the way that you look. Mm -hmm. And that is, that's not my personal opinion. And that's a fact. And let's go into circle back to answer the actual question is if everything revolves around the muscle in your body, right? Mm -hmm. So what's the purpose of intaking food, Beth? Why does the body need food? We need energy. And energy, right. Very good, right? So if you don't have, if you don't eat all day, what happens? You, me, I get sick. I get the hangries and you get sick and you feel tired and you're all beat up, right? Uh-huh, right. Right, right. But, but if you get the proper nutrition, right, and you, and you have some energy in your body and your body has 
that fuel to work off of, right? Mm-hmm. Then, then we go on with our day and, and, and things are running smoothly, right? So, right. well, so now let's just do this. Your everything is going to start with what's called your metabolism. You would ask me if it's how to be healthier and how to lose weight, right? We mm-hmm. the key word is to lose weight. Okay. So the first thing is you're going to look at is everything comes with what's called your food intake. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is absolutely a number one, the single most important thing. Write it down, hands down. There is no other. 70 to 80, we can argue 85%. You can throw in the supplementation, which we'll get to in a minute. But what, what, what your, what, the amount of calories that you're putting into your body, you have to know that answer. You have right. to. Okay. You have your nutrition, right? So now we're changing our diet. We're changing our eating habits. So we're going to not eat so much McDonald's, although you can, if you want to really sit down and figure it out, because everything is based on what we call the law of thermodynamics, which is how many calories are we intaking minus what we are expending? correct? Right. So if we are intaking more energy than our muscles can burn off, then our body starts to store that. And then we start to gain weight and our fat cells start to grow larger. Right. Right. So if we take less calories than our body will burn, then the law of thermodynamics would work the opposite way. Correct. So now if, if it takes a certain amount of calories to maintain your weight and you're constantly eating a, a number that's below that level, then what is naturally going to occur? You're going to lose weight, correct? That's right. That's right. Uh-huh. Okay. And I, I love it's the fact that, that you're really happen. breaking this down. Okay. It, I mean, it has to happen. There's no other way. It's not, this isn't rocket science. Mm-hmm. Okay. How many calories are you putting in your mouth and how many are you burning? Right. If that number is greater than then you're going to lose weight. If it's less than you're going to go the other way. So you have to know how many calories that you're, that you're putting in your mouth. Okay. So you need to know your basal metabolic rate, basically. Yes. You mm-hmm. need to know what your metabolism is, which is mm-hmm. the rate that your, which is the rate that your body burns calories at rest. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So if we want to break it down even more. So if, if, if we, if, if me and you were just to talk on, on this podcast for 24 hours straight and we had, extreme minimal activity, right? So every pound of fat in the human body, every 24 hours will burn about four calories. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every pound of lean muscle tissue, keyword, ding, 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 write that down, burns about 50 calories. So the more muscle that you have on your body, the more proficiently that your body is going to burn calories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See how this works? Yep. Okay. So the more muscle that I have on my body is going to increase my body's metabolic rate to where I'm burning more calories just by breathing air throughout the day. Correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if someone wanted to lose weight, what would the first thing that they would do? Okay. I'm actually going to stop you there because I think the answer is most people get on that treadmill and they run or most people get on a bicycle and they pedal. They do cardio exercise. Take it away. You are correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. You need to build lean muscle tissue. Absolutely. 100%. So let, let's run through this real quick, Beth, and we'll touch on each thing in a nutshell. So if I'm eating less calories than my body maintains, 
we're going to lose weight. So it takes 3,500 calories to lose one pound of body fat. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's just work it backwards and, and reverse engineer it and do simple math. Okay. So if our goal is to lose a certain amount of weight, you can, you could figure it out how long it's going to take you. So if, if, if let's say just, just for the sake of saying, we're going to use a number, let's say that that number is 2000. Let's say Beth's maintenance calories is 2000. So now Beth is going to consistently eat 1500 calories. Mm-hmm. Now we have to make sure that Beth has, you know, that she has all the nutrition that her body needs in that 1500 calories. This is key. Okay. Mm-hmm. But let's just go, let's just go with the, with the actual number. Okay. So if Beth just reduced her body fat or, or her calories down by 500 a day, 500 divided by 3,500 is seven, right? Uh-huh. So it would, take, it would take Beth, she would lose one pound in one week. So now our second step is our cardiorespiratory training, which is there to what? Mobilize and burn stored fat, correct? So we need to be where we're at, what's called our target heart rate, which would be 65 to 85% of your maximum resting heart rate. You probably look on the treadmills to figure that out, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually think it's 220 minus your age times 65% and 220 minus your age times 85% would give you the number that you're looking for. That's, that's your target heart rate or what we call your fat burning zone. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're going too fast and your heart rate is actually up too fast and your body starts to burn glucose or sugar, and we don't want to do that. We want to burn, we want to burn body fat. So, right. mm-hmm. okay, so we want to keep, you want to keep it right there. That's why sprinting is, you know, I'm not telling you not to go do that. You're still going to burn energy and calories, but you, if you want to optimize what you're doing, you want to keep it at your target heart rate and you want to do it for about 20 to 30 minutes or so. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. I wouldn't really go too much longer, longer than you know, 45. And then what you need to do is what we need to, we need to, we need to start using some, what we call repetitive resistance training. Now we need to exercise. We need to, we need to, we need to lift weights. We need to use bands. It doesn't have to be weights. It could be your body weight. It could be exercise bands. I mean, there's all kinds of tools that, that you can purchase nowadays that, that gadgets and this and that and the other that, that can help you with resistance. But you need to utilize resistance training in order to build the lean muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now here's where the new, we're going to circle back to the nutrition and I hope I'm, I'm, I'm breaking this down for people to understand. Yeah, usually I like great. to write it. Usually I like to write it. So now, so how do we, how are we going to build the muscle? What is the process that's going to go through that actually build the muscle? Okay. Mm-hmm. So just in layman's terms, right? So when you're exercising, what you're doing in your, let's say you're doing an arm. Everybody likes the, the big, great, big beach muscle, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So we will want to work on our, we want to work on our back in, in, in the gym biz. We call those your pipes. How big okay. are your pipes? Okay. Yeah. So we're working on our pipes. We're working on our bicep. We're, we're doing curls. And at the end we've done, you know, our repetitions, our number of sets. And what has happened is, is you have tore that muscle. You've broken it down. You've beaten it up. That's why that muscle is sore. And I will be honest with you. If you're not sore, I'm just going to look you in the face. You didn't exercise hard enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you didn't do it you didn't do anything to it right right you, you didn't you didn't damage it mm-hmm. right didn't build now, you didn't break it down to build it up right mm-hmm. right you didn't bust it down you didn't you didn't do it right so which meant you didn't put enough effort into it in my personal opinion mm-hmm. so um we, you, you can't fake it till you make it like this 
right? Yeah, right. Hey, and you know, and hey, just because nobody saw you eat that hamburger in the closet <laughs> didn't mean you didn't eat it. Okay, you can't you can't lie to yourself, right? The, the, uh-huh. the proof, the proof. Hey, I'm just probably the proof is in the pudding. Okay? Yeah. Okay. That's old hamburglar, right? Yeah. That'll 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 cook that old cookie monster got you. So <laughs> so okay, so so what we've done is we we we've we've tore the muscle, we've broken it down. So now we have to A get the nutrition to the muscle, the proper. So if I'm trying to feed my muscle a Twinkie, does mm-hmm. anybody out there in podcast land think that a Twinkie is gonna help you build lean muscle tissue? No, come on. Yeah. So amino acids and protein. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are what we need to feed the lean muscle tissue in order to help to repair that muscle. And then that muscle will, one is, it has enough rest, which we'll get into in a minute. That muscle will repair itself and it will become stronger. Kind of like, kind of like if you have a rubber band and you put it around your finger once and then you put it around your finger again, it just gets a little stronger, a little stronger, a little stronger. Okay. Uh-huh. So that is essentially how that process works in, in somewhat of a nutshell. And it takes about, I don't know, I would say four weeks or so to build a good pound, to build about a pound of lean muscle over the entire body. Okay. okay. It would take about a month if done properly. If you were exercising a minimum, at least weight training, at least three times per week yeah. and then having some type of plan put in place to where, you know, I, I do recommend personal training for a lot of people, which is actually component number five. So you have component number one, food intake, component number two, cardiorespiratory training, component number three, resistance training, right? right? Component number four, and I think this is probably your specialty, you're like simply amazing, is supplementation. Okay. I love so, my supplements. Oh, so yes. absolutely. I know you do. Um, yes, I, I take many. Um, so what let's go break it down into the supplements. So now we've put Beth on a 1500 calorie diet. Now what Beth has to do optimally, what we want to do is to take those 1500 calories and we want to spread that over the course of about five meals. Okay. Uh-huh. Optim- optimally, if you, if that is a word, I don't know if that's a word. You guys want to fact check that one, but <laughs> you, you, like, I might have made it up. Okay. Uh, I do have a Purdue hat on right now, so I'm trying to look smart. Um, <laughs> so so what so what happens is is we've got we've got we've got to fit the, the human body is going to process food about every three hours. So if you really want to break it down and you go, okay, look, I'm going to be awake for 18 hours, that means I need six meals. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if you know, you're going to, if you really want to really break it down, but we want to do small meals. And why do we want to do small meals? Because remember your body is intaking the food and it's going to process the food. So if it can only intake so much energy at once, you see, we're, we're not camels guys. You know, we can't walk, we can't eat one time and then you know walk across the desert for 10 years and That's not even drink anything. Right. We can't do that. Our bodies aren't built like that. So, you know, um, so what we, again, what we want to do is, is, is to take this 1500 calories and break it down into small meals. That way your body uses all of the energy and it doesn't store anything. It's fat. Right. So, right. And, and if you're going to have a bad day, if you're going to have a cheat day, what day would be the most logical to do that on a day that you're going to exercise or a day that you're not going to exercise. 
Well, honestly, I'm a big <laughs> I'm, firm. I'm going, I'm going with the day that I work out, but go ahead. Exactly. I was going to say, if you're going to like, you know, overindulge on that, your body's just going to respond so much better if you're doing some sort of, um, I mean, even if, if it's an isometric exercise, just doing some sort of movement, absolutely. Just to burn the, you know, burn those calories. That's, yes. If you know, Hey, if, if, if you, if you already know, you're going to carry, if you can, if you, if you already know you're going to commit that sin, <laughs> Hey, you're, you're heading out to the rodeo or whatever, you know, that evening, Hey, that, that should be a day that you get to the gym or go for a walk or take the dog for a run, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. life be in it. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we want to take that, that 1500 calories, break that 1500 calories out into five small meals. The way your body has constant energy and it's not storing anything right mm-hmm. now. Here's the trick. So we're lifting weights. So, and I, listen, I don't care if you exercise, lift weights or not, your body still has to have, there's the, the human body has to have three macronutrients to live. Those three macronutrients are carbohydrates, protein, and fat. Mm-hmm. The problem, the problem with, with human beings walking on earth is that the majority of them have a high carbohydrate, low protein diet, and it needs to be the other way around. Right. And the fat and the fat that I'm talking about is not that you get off of some gristle from a steak that you ate. I'm talking about, it comes from beans. It's your omega three, six, and nine. That's going to come from your, your fish, from, from beans, from nuts, from almonds, peanuts, those types of things, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you, you want to make sure that you're getting the right amount of those. Guacamole, my goodness, I cannot believe that that one was staring me in the face and I left it off the list. But I, I, <laughs> yeah. think, I, re- I think I recovered pretty quickly. <laughs> yes, you did. Um, mm-hmm. I think I recovered pretty quickly. The superfood, guacamole. Yep. So, you know, you want to make sure that you have the right amount of those three macronutrients. And yes, you do have to have some type of carbohydrates. Okay. You can't just cut out all the carbohydrates, but there's really no need for bread, Coke, cookies, sugars, you know, potato chips, you know, all those things are my, my personal, my personal demons. You know, the cookie monster comes out and finds a bag of saltine crackers you know, you know, if you start cutting those things out, your body's going to want to crave it more and more and more and more and more, which is you're just going to kind of edge yourself right off the wagon and, and, and be right back to where you started from. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just remember, think about this, you know, is, is, a, is a small bag of potato chips going to make you fat? No, it's not. Is it going to make you gain weight? No, it's not. But you have to account for the calories, which means you're going to have to eat better at other times to account for that 150 calories that you got from the Frito. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. Right. Again, it can be done. Oh gosh, I, I drink beer. Hey, guess what? Don't we all? You can do it. I promise. Yeah. I'm 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 living and breathing proof that that can happen for you. So you now let let this kind of finish it up on on the on the supplement portion of it because the protein of it and the amino acids are extremely important. So if you're not taking some type of amino acid supplement when you're exercising, I think that you're if you're you're going in the wrong direction. I think that that's a main staple that everyone that's lifting weights needs to do is to at least intake some branch chain amino acids immediately or during the workout. I think that that's going to help the muscle to keep, you know, to to recover it more quickly, Mm -hmm. which is what everyone is looking for. Right. Right. How quickly can I make it? How quickly can I make it recover? I.e. we all know what that does. I'll leave that word out. Um, The faster it recovers, the harder you can train it. Yeah. Right. That's how quick, that's how we get in shape. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Cause, cause the more that you tear that muscle tissue down and the more that it keeps repairing itself, guess what? The harder that you're going to have to work it. So you can't keep doing the same workout over and over and over again. 
right? If you're, you're, there's something that we call progressive overload, right? Right. You got to add, you got to add a little bit more weight, a little bit more weight, a little bit more weight. Again, depending upon what your particular goal is. I personally don't lift heavy anymore. It's, it's bad for your joints. Hey, you can want to lift something real heavy. Great. Now take that real lightweight and do it a hundred times and tell me how your arm feels. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So now key, right. How much protein should I intake every day? Now I have been told by experts in the past that I have, I intake too much protein. I guess we'll find out in, in a few days or so, but my recommendation, my rule of thumb is, is you it, to really streamline it. You need to figure out how much lean muscle tissue that you have on your body and eat one gram of protein per pound of lean body mass. Okay. Okay. And I would take that and I would take that number and I would spread it over those five meals. Right. To make sure because your body can only process so much protein at one time. The rest exactly. is just going to. The rest is just going to go to waste. And a little disclaimer here, too much protein can be hard on your kidneys. So um, I would love to sit down with you and see how much protein you're taking and taking in and, and whatnot. But I know um, that can be um, an issue for some people. Now, I, I would love to sit here, you know, and, and talk about what you think about intermittent fasting and things like that. But I really want to hit on cardiovascular health real quick because um, isometric exercises, which I just, you know, talked about have been shown to be more effective at improving cardiovascular fitness than aerobic exercise. And I mean, the audience might be asking, what is isometric exercise? If you've ever held a plank, then you've done an isometric exercise. And I mean, <laughs> simply put, isometric exercise is any type of exercise that holds the body in one position. I mean, the muscles are not contracting. They don't, um, they're contracted, but they're not changing length as you hold the position. And, and as you perform an isometric exercise, the tension in your muscle fibers translate to stress on your blood vessels. And this was originally um, misunderstood as a danger. I mean, you were probably in the fitness world when I was, when people were like, oh, don't do that. But we now we know the stress forces your body to adapt. And when you place a modern amount of stress on your circulatory system, it responds by building more blood vessels, strengthening your heart and improving elasticity in your blood vessels. So, um, um, I just wanted to put that out there too. And I think that's why yoga and Pilates have been so effective and have really gained, you know, popularity in the past few years. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And that was very well said. And there's a, there's a, there's a lot of those places that are popping up and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like to watch wrestling back in the day and mm -hmm. you know, Diamond Dallas Page, uh, you know, started a, a yoga, mm -hmm. yoga mm -hmm. whatever he does, you know, and he's, He's helped out tons and tons of people and recovering <gasps> addicts and yes. all kind of stuff. So, you know, obviously I would, I forgot about I that. would, yeah. uh, would love to recommend that. I personally am not a big yoga, yoga person, but I uh -huh. would be willing to try anything. Something tells me I'll, I'll be in there pretty quick. <laughs> um, well, you know, in the, I, I want to actually talk about personal training, you know, in the past when I got a new client and I would train them, the look on their face when they feel their muscles burn and they actually enjoy the burn, that makes me happy. I mean, it's like they're developing a new relationship with discomfort. And I actually fell in love with being able to help people. And that helped me be more effective in what I did. I mean, I don't really personal train anymore. I moved in more into the wellness space, but fitness is definitely a component of wellness. But the same thing is true when I can help, you know, 
help or coach someone and they're taking my advice and they're starting to sleep better or manage their stress in healthy ways, or they actually enjoy a kale salad, that makes my heart happy. <laughs> and that is probably what's kept me in the biz for so long. But don't you love it when something clicks with a client? Oh, well, absolutely. Absolutely. And there, there's countless, countless examples from that. And, you know, my son even has an example from that, trying to get into the, into the Marine Corps. You know, he had to had a deadline that he had to meet. And, you know, we had, it had got him all kind of training. And what ended up working for him was CrossFit. Uh-huh. You know, that, that kid went in and couldn't do one single pull-up. Uh, I personally couldn't get him, and none of my trainers could get him to do one single pull-up. And in, in going to CrossFit twice a day, working with a good friend of mine named Scott down there in Deer Park, you know, uh, got that kid to do 11 pull-ups in less than 60 days, and they shipped him off the boot. Oh, my gosh. So, so that's, uh, you know, but there, there's countless, countless you know, times like that. And you're right. You know, when they when, when somebody starts to see progress, it's, 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 it's really an exciting thing. It's, it's exciting for them because what happens is, is and it's something that you had started the, the the show off with was was the amount of people that fail. Yeah. Well, why do they fail? Well, they're not consistent. They don't enjoy it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. They're not consistent. Right. So, well, why else do they fail? They don't know what they're doing, or they get injured. They don't have, they don't have, a, they don't have a plan. Yeah. They, there you go. They, they, they don't have a plan. Right. Or. Yeah. or Listen, the, 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 to me, there's three types of people that come to the to come in and exercise. Okay, they come to a gym. I'm going to speak gym specific. Okay, a health club. Uh-huh. There's three kinds of people. Okay, you have you have the kind of person that doesn't know what they're doing, and what happens to those people? They fail, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then you have the kind of person that thinks that they know what they're doing, but don't. I like to refer to that person. If anybody's ever watched that show, Married with Children, one of my favorite shows, uh-huh. there's a gentleman by the name of Al Bundy. Uh-huh. Al Bundy scored seven touchdowns in the state championship football game. Well, guess what? You know what Al Bundy knows about the human body and exercise? Nothing. I was going to say, point is, my, my, my point is, just because you played high school football and you did some squats with, your old football coach back in back in the day. Now I will say this, you know, from my time to up until now, oh my goodness, the things that we know and the things those kids know and the amount of training that they go through and oh, oh my goodness, it's just absolutely crazy. My daughter's living the dream right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you four hours a day, three days a week goes to dance. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's that's you know, and she's in the seventh grade and been doing that schedule for five years. Yeah. That's just, well, yes, yes, absolutely. And I recommend you put your kids in all, any sport, put them in thousands, just put them in every sport. Just yeah. let them try it once. If they don't like it, move them on to the next one. Yeah, you know, I agree. Keep them active, keep them in doing something. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, the, 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 those people, Al Bundy fails because, and Al Bundy's the worst one. Al Bundy's the hardest one to sell training to because you've got to flip the script on him. And he you thinks gotta, he knows what gotta, he's doing. Yeah, you got to take him to a workout. You got to prove it to him and show him, hey, man, how'd that work? How'd that feel? Well, no, no, let me, now let me show you how to do it right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but you got to do it in a, in a manner that's not insulting and flip the script on. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, and then, of course, did you have those kind of people? These are, the, these are the unicorns out there. These are your unicorns. These are the people that know what they're doing that see results. Yeah. 
because they follow a process and they follow a plan and they're consistent and they stick to it. So personal training is purchased because of, of a couple of different reasons. Number one, it's an educational portion of it. It's a teaching portion. You're learning what it is that you need to know on how the human body works and how it reacts and how your particular body works. Because when I am actually training somebody and I'm taking uh, one of my clients, we'll just call him Chris, who's made a lot of progress in strength. He had no, no exercise, no, no, the, the guy's a jump rope champion, like a national jump rope champion. It's crazy oh, wow. the amount of things. Oh yeah, it, it's insane the amount what he can do with the jump rope. But the, but the man never lifted weights in his life and he's 40 years old. Uh-huh. So, you know, I mean, you could see when I train him, I watch, I count, I see, I watch the strain. I look at the, the I look at the, the, the way his muscle is reacting. And, you know, again, to fall back, why you would get a trainer, you know, even it, 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 it's like this, Beth, you, your, your knowledge level in, in supplements and exercise is, is probably a lot, a lot more knowledgeable than what my, that what I know personally. But I promise you, if I take you through a workout as opposed to you take yourself, I'm going to get better and faster results. I guarantee it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay? Because I'm going to, I'm training you. I'm going to push you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to, you're going to listen to what I say. And I'm going to take you. That's, that's just like every professional athlete, heavyweight champions. Like, oh, why do I need a personal trainer? Hey, bro, does Mike Tyson have a personal trainer? Yeah. Okay. Well, guess what? Does JJ Watt? Yeah, absolutely. So why can't you have one? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't, don't think you're beyond it is my point. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. Right? My motto in life is everyone needs a personal trainer, a gentle dentist, and someone to talk to. You're good. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think when people get into fitness to look good or to lose weight, and I don't want to discount that because that certainly is a bonus. But if you're working out just to look a certain way, I think that can be a depressing place because we all age and um, you're denying reality if that's the only reason you work out. But I find when people are in it for the long haul, the main thing I hear consistently when they stick with it is because how they feel afterward. They just feel better emotionally. I mean, I guarantee that people who have been diligent about their workouts One of the top reasons they continue to exercise is how it makes them feel. And I don't think most folks know how good physically, you know, physical activity can make you feel good mentally. Jimmy, can you go into other aspects of the benefits of exercise outside of liking what you see in the mirror? Well, sure. Because, you know, when you're happy, right, and you're feeling good and you're looking good, right, and you have more energy, right, right. But just your overall well-being, knowing that, A, it's kind of like washing your car or mowing your own grass, <laughs> yeah. right? Because you're, you're, in, you're proud of it when you're done, right? You cooked your own food because you can determine what you look like and you can determine what you feel like. And there's so many days that, that you just don't want to go to the gym. Right. I don't want to go. Come on. I don't, you know, I don't feel like it today. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm tired. Hey. Oh, I, I, I had to go to work today. I have kids. Oh, hey, cry me a river. Uh-huh, you know? uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, Excuses. You know yeah. Yeah. You know, so, hey, welcome to the rest of your life, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guess what? You got to work to make money, right? To survive. That's not going away. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Your kids aren't going away. Stop blaming your job and your kids on why you can't accomplish something. Yeah. Right. It's all, it's all going to come down to. You know, when you take a tour in, in the gym, 
the first question that you're going to ask them at every health club I've ever worked at is on a scale of one to 10, how serious are you about achieving this goal? I mean, right. not only not only is that a closing tool, but I mean that's going to tell you right there if that person says a two or a three. Well, what are they? Are they going to get in shape? No. Are they going to change their diet? No. Are they going to? No, 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 no. You're 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 setting yourself up to fail just because you sign up somewhere doesn't mean you're going to get in shape. You right. still have to follow. You still have to follow the process. But but going back to answer your question, right? You have this cool things called endorphins, right? Right. That's why people that's why people do drugs, right? They want, they want to feel good. They want those endorphins to increase. The serotonin, right? the dopamine, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So you're feeling good. You're looking good. You're happy. You're in a good mood. So think, think how that can spiral off to the rest of your day, right? Then you're going to talk to your wife better. You're going to talk to your girlfriend better. You're going to talk to your members better. You're going to talk to your class, your, your daughter, wh whatever it may be. You're not going to be Mr. Grumpy Pants. You know, or you're not going to be sitting there sad sacking, which is how people get depressed. You fall down into it. I've been there, you know, and you can't, you don't think you can ever get out of that hole. Uh -huh. well, when you start exercising and you start feeling good and looking good and feeling good about yourself and things just and having, happen. And, yes. And having more energy and you're putting good karma out there into the world. Then all of a sudden things open up and, 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 and there you go, you know, and then what happens is then you see a result and you're like, Oh, snap. I measured my pipes and they were 14 and three quarter inches. And I measured them a month later and now they're 15 and a half. Yeah. 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 It makes you feel yeah. good. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey. And I'm referring to lifting weights. I mean, you could talk about dropping inches off your waist or, you know, whatever the case is. Right. right. You know, hey, 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 well, what's coming around? Hey, if you're getting in shape for summer now, <laughs> I hope you're doing two a days. Yeah, we're right, right. You know, and I think we, we can't discount, you know, the whole like disease management or disease prevention. I mean, I tell clients that I work with now, go out for a walk after you eat and your blood sugar is going to drop. So you can't discount that just the health benefits from that aspect as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and just, just think, again, think about this. So when you actually change your your diet because you're 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 wanting to have your appearance change, right? Which is mm -hmm. what most people are looking. Let's just be honest. Eighty percent of people are trying to lose weight, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So if they change their diet and their eating habits, and they they quit putting all the junk food and the Twinkies and whatever it is that you're eating, and and you start eating more fruits and vegetables and lean meat, then you start to see the results. Now you're eating good food. Now what's happening? Now you're automatically becoming a more healthier person. Exactly. That's mm -hmm. just going to prevent all the other. Well, okay. Again, you're, I hate to be like this and be the, the bad guy, but you know, you could be the healthiest person in the world and bad things happen to good people. Sometimes right. things happen, mm -hmm. but you know, know that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I know people that have recovered from cancer that just take supplements and did it on their own. Mm -hmm. So, um, it can be done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's you know? true. So, mm -hmm. so, but so, yes, I mean, the, 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 the overall effects of, of, of the way that you're eating are certainly going to improve your health and your energy level and, and the way that you look and feel. And it, it, like, it, it's all tied in. There's, you, if you're going to exercise and you're going to achieve a goal of weight loss, which is what we started the conversation on, you can't half ass it. You have to go all in. Yeah. 
you can't kid yourself. You have right. to look at that person in the mirror every day and say, this is the way that I want to do and quit coming up with the excuses and just do it. And that's why I talked about self-love. You know, I started off with like, I think exercise is a, you know, it's such a, and it, it's more than just looking good. It's a part of self-love. And, you know, I actually want to talk about exercise and injuries for a minute, you know, without a doubt, fitness can help reduce the risk of injuries for people, but a lot of people exercise incorrectly. And that is a recipe for disaster. I mean, add in the fact that the majority of the population are malnourished. And if you get injured and have a poor diet, your body won't heal in a timely fashion. But Jimmy, in your line of work at your gym, how do you focus on injury prevention with new members, or maybe somebody is coming in for more of a rehab type of personal training? How do you address that? Well, I actually have um, the trainers that are on staff that are actually a little bit more educated in, in some of those areas than I am. Um, uh, I've got, uh, you know, uh, one of my good friends of mine, his name is Riley, and he actually is a strength and conditioning coach at the University of Houston. Um, so he is, is taking through people through what we call a fitness orientation when they have the opportunity to do so. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something that, we've, that, that is free that we do provide to the members. Um, I also have a young lady. Her name is Bree. Uh, Bree also works with some of the people. She has a degree in physical therapy herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have a lot of older people that come through, uh, a lot of silver sneakers memberships. And, and those people, they, they really need some guidance, you know, j- just really just the educational portion of it so that they don't, you know, hurt themselves while they're in there exercising. Exactly. Because you can see it a lot of times. You know, and I, I wouldn't personally want to work with somebody, you know, that, that, that needed physical therapy myself, which is why I have Brie. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do provide that, that, that service at the, at the location. But we, I, you know, we watch and you want to make sure that if, you, if, if you're walking through your gym or whatever it is that you, that you, you know, you can walk by somebody and just say, hey, uh, can I show you something? Right. You know, I love you. You know, that. I mean, there, there, mm-hmm. there's a way to, you know, the, hey, man, uh, you're doing hey, that all wrong. This, hey. No, I mean, yeah, you know, because that's all that's going to be insulting to somebody. Hey, no, you say, check this out. No, you know, hey, check this out. Hey, man, what's your name? Bill. Hey, listen, my name is Jimmy, man. Check, man, you know what? You know what I found? I used to do it like that, but I found if I started doing it like this, it, it actually works a little bit better and it's safer, man. Can I show you that? And if they tell you to go buzz off, then you, you know, roll, roll on, roll on. And if they allow you to show you, then you can show them. And, and so if you funny. are a personal, and if you are a personal trainer, that can lead into a sale. So, yeah, um, you know, that would be things that are people that are out there on the floor helping people out. And most, most of your bigger, bigger box gyms are going to have a fitness orientation that you can go through. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, kind of covered for safety reasons, you know, so on and so forth. But yes, I mean, your form is going to be a major, major thing. You know, if you have back issues or, you know, I, I, I tend to exercise with a lot of body armor on. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I've, I've, I've got a few things, little gadgets that, that I have to, to wear to help to make sure that. Uh, you don't you get know, injured. That, That's smart. That's super right, smart. Sure, sure. So, um, but yeah, I think doing things the, the correct way is, is ultimately the, the only way to go. You need to, oh, you need absolutely. To, you need to perform the mo- the exercise correctly, because if you don't, you know, it could really set you back on your workouts, especially if you if you hurt your back or your lower back or something along those lines. So, oh my gosh, I've seen all kinds. Of, I've seen all kind of injuries in the gym. Some of them are pretty gruesome. 
Oh my gosh, um, me too. Oh, so many stories. That. And yeah, we'll keep that to a, <laughs> a different, another, yeah, a different podcast. Yeah, but um, you know, you had mentioned um a few minutes ago about recovery, and you know, recovery is such an important aspect of any training program. So people, listen, stop neglecting it. You know, I have my tips about the best foods for recovery, sauna and cold therapy for recovery, recovery gear, like electromuscular stimulation devices, compression gear and supplements for recovery. But Jimmy, can you tell us how much time do people need between workouts? And do you have any advanced biohacks for recovery? Okay, well, a couple of things. And one, let's talk about the supplements. And and again, you're going to, I'm going to stress this, if you, especially if you're weight training, I know I keep referring to weight training because that's a little bit more of, 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 your of my expertise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but if you're going to weight train, you have to, I, you're just wrong if you're not taking branch chain amino acids mm-hmm. and you're just wrong if you're not getting the right amount of protein. So you mm-hmm. have to start with that. But I think that what a lot of people really don't know, and I think what you're looking for here is when can I train the muscle again? Okay, well, here's this is very simple when it doesn't hurt anymore. Okay. Okay. Very simple. If 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 you train your bicep and you try to train your bicep the next day and it's still tender and a little sore, then don't train it. Right. It hasn't it hasn't recovered. Okay. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't hurt, when it doesn't hurt, then that means it's recovered. So now that's a question that I can't really answer because that's going to come a little bit more in depth and that's going to be determined upon how hard did you train it? Like how, 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 how much, how much damage did you inflict on the muscle when you trained it? Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll determine, we'll determine, um, you know, how long it takes it to recover. It's also going to be, you know, did you get the proper nutrition to it? You know, did you get the proper nutrition to it in a timely manner? Right. right? And then did it have enough time to recover? So, well, how good a shape that you're in will determine that. How bad did you damage it will determine that. And then, you know, did you get the proper nutrition will determine that. And I think what you're looking for here is something called sleep. Oh my so, gosh, yes. Something that I personally probably don't get enough of, uh, at least on most days. But the body recovers. 90, write this down, okay, if you're taking a note. Mm-hmm. Okay. of muscle reparation comes during realm sleep, when you dream, when your eyes start to twitch. Mm -hmm. So if you're not getting a good rest, not only is that harmful for your body, but it is not going to be very conducive for you to um, have that muscle recover on a, on a, on a timely manner. So, you know, and one thing I do want to kind of throw out there just for everybody, if you were wondering this particular question, there's only there's only two things that, that, that are scientifically proven to relieve stress. OK, okay. those two things, those two things are sleep and exercise. OK, yeah, that, those are the only two things that I that I personally know that are scientifically proven to relieve stress, sleep and exercise. So bear that in mind. Okay. 
I guess those are two things that you could do like on your own. But then of course we have like talk therapy, you have, you know, things like that can really help with emotional health and, and behavioral sure, sure, health sure. and things like that. But um, that's certainly not the, the topic of this, um, of this podcast, of this show, but I agree 100% sleep. If I, I can go one, maybe two nights with little sleep, but you put me on that third and fourth night, I'm like the most upbeat person you will ever meet, but I get a little cranky. So sleep is so important for your body as well as your mental health. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. You know, I, when it comes to nutrition, I have to say, I mean, that's just, that's such a huge part of the equation and it's so difficult for people to wrap their head around like eating healthy. I mean, between the habits and, and they want something that tastes good. And when you eat something that tastes good, that you know, raises the serotonin or your dopamine or, you know, like a Twinkie or an Oreo cookie or, I mean, we live in Texas and I mean, Tex-Mex is huge here. When you're eating those unhealthy foods, that does make you feel happy for a short amount of time. And you're always looking for that vicious cycle to be healthy through food or um, to be happy through food. So can you tell our audience how important can you just read, and you've talked about it a couple of times, but just kind of as we're closing Tell our audience how important nutrition is and how nutrition plays a part in exercising, losing weight, and being healthy. Take it away. It, it, it's, it's, it's everything. It's everything. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's tied into to everything, which is why it's component number one in the five components of fitness. It's why it's 75 to 80% of the results that you're going to get. Because again, Mm-hmm. I, 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 I like to go back to the, to the car analogy, right? And, 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 and if, it's one thing, if, if you won the lottery, Beth, what, what kind of car are you going to get? Now, I know you, so I know what you're kind of going to say, but you know, what would you're at? What are we going to get a Lamborghini, you know, a big truck, you know, most people, you know, if you got a hundred million dollars, you're going to get a nice car, right? So uh, yeah, of what are we going to do with that car? They're going to, they're going to, Hey, you get your $85,000 Beamer. You're probably going to change the oil in it. You're going to vacuum it. You're going to take it to the car wash. You're going to shine the tires on it. You, you know, you're going to put the exact kind of gas in it. You're going to take it to the dealership and the exact maintenance time, right? You're going to do that for your $85,000 ride, but you won't do that for your own body. Yeah. So when people need to think about that, you know, you are what you eat. I mean, you can go back <laughs> to all kinds of sayings that go back to nutrition, nutrition, nutrition. Let food be your medicine. Yeah. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Absolutely. And I'm learning a lot more about it myself as, as we go along and through the people that I encounter in life. Um, you know, we can always educate ourselves more. But, but yeah, I mean, the proper nutrition is everything. You can streamline exactly you can make your body look and it's, it's going to look the way that you exercise and it's going to look the way that you're, you know, the, what you're eating. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a doctor and a nutritionist streamline the exact amount of, of, of nutrition and certain supplements and things that you personally need as a human being. Now, I think that's determined of, yes. I mean, we, we all want to eat a Twinkie because it raises our endorphins. It makes us feel good and so on and so forth. But I think at the end of the day, and I don't really think people want to hear this, but to change your body, you're going to have to change your mind. And you're going to have to take some of that stinking thinking away and believe that that Twinkie, although it might make you feel good at the moment, you know, is, is, a, is a temporary solution to a problem. 
And I think that you will start to feel better and look better once you start eating correctly, then you won't want to eat that Twinkie anymore. I don't. Right. They don't, they don't even really come across my mind. Now, the Cookie Monster comes out sometimes, you know. Every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, I mean, every I'm, I'm listen, and I'm not saying don't have a Twinkie. Uh-huh. I'm saying I'm saying account for the calories. And you're if you eat that Twinkie, if you make the decision to do that, and you're serious about losing a hundred pounds or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Then then eat the Twinkie. Take into consideration the calories and eat better throughout the day. Maybe right. increase your cardio. Again, mm-hmm. there's a way around it. I'm not just saying that you know, that you can't eat the Twinkie. Right. You can. You can. But you just have to work around that Twinkie, yes, right? Keep it in moderation, right? right? Right, right. Keep it in moderation. So I think anything kept in moderation, and you know in your head that you've accounted for those calories, then stay on your mission. Yeah, I actually have a T-shirt that a coworker, because I said this all the time um, at my last job I had, that I, I would say sugar's the devil's poison. She actually had a T-shirt made for me sugar is the devil's poison so i'm kind of anti-sugar because it causes inflammation but you're right everything in moderation and you know if it makes you happy have that twinkie once a month or a couple times a year but um you know i know you've worked at bigger gyms and now you're at a smaller gym which by the way i actually prefer but in your words what are the benefits of working out in a small gym as opposed to like a mega big gym well, first off, you know, different strokes for different folks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the benefit of working out, in my personal opinion, at a small gym is you have more of the people that come in that actually are wanting to achieve a certain goal, and they really don't mess around with the workout. They mm-hmm. come in, they come in, they put their headphones in, they, 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 they follow their program, Right. I'm not saying that they're unfriendly or they don't talk to people because that's untrue. But when oh, you got your, I mean, when you're, when, when, when you, you, when you get in the zone, right. And you're feeling it and you got your favorite jam pumping through your headphones uh-huh. and, and, and you got a little pre-workout going through your body or who knows, maybe you don't do that. Right. You got whatever, you know, you're feeling it. You got a little pump going in your arms, right. You're feeling it. You're feeling good. You look good. Got some energy, right. Your, your favorite song is going. You know, they're, they're in there for a purpose and they're in there to work out. They're in there to get in and get out and move on with their day. Uh-huh. Right. You know, a lot of people use that excuse of time. Right. Well, there's 168 hours in a day. You mean that they're, excuse me, in a week. But you mm-hmm. mean to tell me you don't have three to four to improve your health and fitness? For sure you do. So, yeah. You know, advantages to a small gym, especially like mine, personally, is open 24 7. Right. So you work out on Christmas Day at two o'clock in the morning if you want to. That's, you know, as long as there's electricity that goes to the building, you can work out. So, yeah. you know, and that's offer, such a benefit, right? Absolutely. So those people come in, they come out, boom, boom, they're in, they're out, they're on with their day and they work out. So I think the people that exercise in the smaller gyms are, they're there for convenience, you know, and, and they're there because they don't want to deal with the big crowd of people. They don't want to deal with the lady that's on her phone sitting on the same machine while 14 other people are waiting. At Doesn't that drive you crazy? <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> so, I've personally seen that. So, hey, I, oops, did I say that? Okay, <laughs> let's, I, now, I've, I've worked in, in, in some extremely large health club chains and ran multiple, multiple, multiple locations. So I've had goals where those memberships were over 100 memberships per day just to hit that daily goal. So 
I've ran them through plenty of times, but, but yeah, there, there's, there, there's definitely a distinct advantage of joining a, a smaller gym and, and the people that come in there are generally a little bit, a little bit different. They, they're, and what I mean by different, they just in there to, to get their work done and, and to move on. You know? And it has such an intimate family feel. I, I that's how sure. I really feel. Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah, you, you want to go where everybody knows your name, right? Yeah. And you have even if it's at a big gym, you, you you if you go there three or four or five times a week, and you've been going there for six, seven, eight months, a year. Some people longer than that. I mean, I've had members to some of my gyms for for well over you know fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. You know. That, that I bet you if I went into some of those gyms today, some of those people would still be in there. So, I mean, that's going to be your gym, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, I think you, but you're correct. A little bit more homely feel, you know, you go and see the same guy at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Hey, Bob, how you doing? How's, how's the missus, right? Right. I maybe, like maybe you find a work, maybe you find a workout park. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Jimmy, I would love to have you back on the show at some point. I mean, I really would. You're so entertaining. You're very well spoken. And I mean, thank you for taking the time out of your day and, and, and talking with us and giving us tips of the trade. And I mean, I really enjoyed our conversation. Um, I will say on the landing page of your show, I have all of your gym's social media info, and I encourage people to check it out. You do some really great and fun things at your health club. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very, very much. And you can call me anytime and I'll be on whenever you, uh, whenever you're ready to have me back. Absolutely. Well, everyone stay with us. We're going to go to commercial break and we'll be right back. Teachers shape the future. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who'll make preventing pandemics their life's work. Sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who'll help combat climate change and generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Thanks for staying with us. I hope you enjoyed that show with Jimmy Harlow. It was just a great conversation and and talking about the importance of exercise and and putting yourself first. And and I started off the show talking about self-love and self-care. And I just can't, you know, encourage, you know, people enough to really, you know, take your health in your own hands. It's not always easy. It's not always fun, but the end result is just so amazing and, and reach out to people like Jimmy and, you know, for help. And like you said, everybody needs a personal trainer and I couldn't agree more. So thanks for joining us on this show. I hope everyone had a great time, learned something and Scott and I will be back next time around until then have a healthy day. 